If you are visiting us this morning, or maybe this is one of your first few times here, I want to express a special welcome and also say this is a bit irregular. <laughs> this is uh, not our normal Sunday. Um, normally at this point, there would have been shorter scripture readings and we would be heading into a sermon. But today, we've been able to embody and enact a little bit of that scripture. And instead of a sermon proper, really my words here this morning are more of a table setter for a time of prayer. Uh, We are going to just take a few moments to enter into what we know is Holy Week, this week where time seems to slow down and we walk day by day with Jesus from Palm Sunday through to Maundy Thursday, Good Friday, what we call Holy Saturday, and then of course Easter Sunday. Um, With that, as we enter into this week ahead, I love this week in particular. There's something for me about it and the slowing down of time that has a little bit of, the the feeling that I give it is it's a little bit electric in a a lovely way. That doesn't mean it's always fun. Definitely not fun to shout crucify him of someone we love. But there is something that heightens our awareness, our senses of where God is at work and where we long for him to be at work. I want to orient us in our prayer time around two words. One is momentum, and the other is waste. In Mark's gospel, which is where our readings are from, there's this sense of building momentum throughout the gospel. The word immediately gets used over and over and over again through the first half of the book. What Jesus is at work doing and the momentum he's building, the people that are gathering to him, it's this building of momentum. Things are happening fast and it's getting bigger by the minute. But this week, the momentum shifts. Time slows. The, uh, about a third of the book takes place in this final week. If you think of Jesus's ministry as being three years, right? You're talking about over 30% of the time in this gospel is devoted to 0.6% of Jesus's earthly ministry. So we slow in this week with him. Momentum doesn't build the same way. Betrayal, abandonment, and hatred characterize even the most intimate circles. And it ends in the ultimate loss of momentum. It ends with death. And yet, we believe that our sense of the timeline, our sense of the momentum does not tell the whole story. The story of God at work to redeem the world. The way of God's goodness to us, the way of his victory, looks like the opposite. Looks like the way of weakness and loss. Where in our lives are we experiencing a place where there's a loss of momentum? Maybe even we feel like there's a full stop personally in our relationships, maybe in our world. And we think, well, this is the end. In Holy Week, we are reminded that God does things in ways that we would not have done it. As we walk these days with him, we think, that's not how I would do it if I were set about saving the world. 
But in Holy Week, we surrender and we say, but it's the way it's been done for us. We enter into the reality of that downward momentum with hope, with expectation. So I want us to reflect on that momentum. I also want us to reflect on waste. Towards the beginning of our reading, we encountered the woman with an alabaster jar of ointment that she lavished or wasted, depending on your perspective, on Jesus. And we as the crowd chided her. It could have been better used, more practically used, more nobly used. And yet Jesus commended her. One of our highest commodities in these days is not ointment, but attention. Our attention is fought for from every angle. And at least in my life, it feels like it's in short supply and lacking in quality. Part of the invitation of Holy Week is that we as a community might offer our attention to Jesus in ways that seem wasteful, but are commendable. I love the words of one song, when speaking of eternity says, my gaze transfixed on Jesus's face. And while there's a truth and a reality to that that we cannot yet fully access here, Holy Week is a time set apart to be transfixed on Jesus' face. We feel the hard turn of our own cries on Palm Sunday morning. We experience that. Um, And we want to lay hold of that sobriety. But that's not where our eyes land, ultimately, as on our own duplicitous heart. Ultimately, we fix our eyes on Jesus. As an aside, I realize that partaking in Holy Week is going to look different for each of us. You might have work on Thursday night and not be able to attend a Monday Thursday service. Or maybe someone from your household gets to come to the Good Friday service, but the other needs to stay home with the kids. I'm going to commend to you on the back table... There is just a small piece of paper to bring with you. It has the collects and gospel readings of Holy Week on it. I invite you to be present with others where you can, and when you can't, to know that you're not alone as we pray and meditate, as we offer our attention to Jesus together. So I want to offer these questions for us to pray through for the next few minutes. I invite John up to lead us in some music instrumentally as we take a moment and pray. Jesus, where are you at work in ways I don't yet have eyes to see? Where are those places where momentum feels lost, but God wants you to know he's still at work? Jesus, how might I waste my attention on you this week? Let me pray for us. Lord Jesus, we ask that you would lead us in your cruciform way. Lord, lead us in the way of your cross. Would you fix our eyes on you? May we know you. May we experience you. May we have a little bit of that sobriety and that electric focus on you this week. Reveal yourself to us. We ask this in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.